It's five o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. <laughs> hit the door and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right. Welcome in, everybody. It is great to have you with us. Uh, back in the home studio for the day. Not the normal setup because uh, it's like those progressive commercials where the guy says, I bought the memory pills. No, that that's actually an AT&T commercial, I think, uh, where I bought the memory pills and I forgot to cancel the subscription or something like that. And that that was that's me. I forgot to bring an essential part to uh, my remote kit, but I figured I could pull this off today. And Pilkington tells me I sound fine, so uh, we're going with the all-Apple products. It's a flex, according to uh, according to somebody who's standing by. Uh, it's a, it's Joe Day here. Yeah, Joe, Joe crossover Joe event. Samson, it's, right, it's a Joe crossover event. Joe Sampson is with us here in the first segment, Joey Football. He may play Hold My Beer later on. Uh, Joe Ovius. From the OG podcast, formerly of 99.9 The Fan, is going to be on the PJ Show for the first time ever. So that's what we have in store for you today. Uh, I booked a guest in the first segment because uh, I had no time to truly, truly show prep since this morning. <laughs> so uh, anything that I miss, Pilkington, since uh, let's say 10 a.m. that I need to be aware of. Philip the Rep Pilkington, the producer of this fine radio product. Yeah, the one thing that I think you might have missed is the ACC tournament, or the ACC has announced their next five years of tournament dates, and it's all going to be right here in the state of North Carolina where the ACC tournament belongs, oh, wow. three of them being in Charlotte, which, mm-hmm. you know, eh, too many Carolina fans in Charlotte, and two of them being in Greensboro. So not going okay. up to D.C., not going up to Brooklyn, always a good thing for the ACC tournament. Baseball I, I announced like also uh, next six years, three in Charlotte, three in Durham for the ACC tournament. Okay, interesting. By the way, uh, let's comment on the garb today. Oh, I'm yeah. just sort of grungy doing what I got to do. Uh, Philip is dressed like he is uh, on a Lands End catalog uh, cover. He's uh, <laughs> it's kind of what he's looking like today. Lands End Pilkington, which uh, for Pilkington is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it'll be Pinkerton. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and hey, then at least I've, with this, at least in this decade, I won't get made fun of. You know, if I went back to 1955 and a DeLorean, they would say the dork thinks he's going to drown. He's wearing a life preserver. So <laughs> you, at least you nobody could said wear, that. You, right. You could uh, be like a former mayor and wear a life preserver in a puddle. Like, you know, you could always do that. A life vest in a puddle. Of course, he may have drowned. But anyway, I, I digress. Um, and then we have Joey Football, who is, is bragging about. Uh, Zach Agnos giving him that pullover, and you look like, a, with this new haircut, a 60s sitcom dad is what you look like. Hey, leave it to Beaver, man. What, what a great show. Just an unbelievable writing sense. I have always wanted to be in a sitcom, so maybe that's where the inspiration came well, from. I mean, anytime you could just try and emulate Fraser Crane could be a good week. There you go. I, I like to watch that on Cozy TV sometimes mm-hmm. when there's nothing else on. So, All right. Um, be funny right now, uh, Joey Football. So... We have the Super Bowl. I'm looking at this, and I cannot, I cannot wrap my mind around going against the Chiefs it, on in every aspect. 
with the exception of two, maybe the safety position, but with the every aspect, San Francisco is at least equal, if not better. Yeah. In every aspect of, of, of the game. Without question. Except for quarterback. Except for quarterback. And I'm going to say except for head coach, because I don't think we give Andy Reid enough credit for what has going, gone on and what he has done in his career. I think we kind of look at him as the chunky guy who talks about nuggies <laughs> in a commercial, and we all get a, a ha-ha <laughs> Cheeseburgers, over. yeah. Right. But I think Andy Reid and I think, I know, Mahomes are the advantage for Kansas City. And that might be all they need. That's the difference maker, hands down. I saw a statistic that kind of was a little jarring to me. 16 former head coaches or current head coaches, however that plays out, coached under Andy Reid's assistance either in Philly or in Kansas City. And I think that just kind of speaks to the preparation he has, the way he's kind of handled things. Everybody counted out the Chiefs this year. Oh, big bad Chiefs are losing to the Lions in week one without Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. They dropped a game on Christmas to the Raiders at home in Arrowhead. Are they the same Chiefs? Can they go on the road? Mahomes has never won on the road in his playoff career. The Chiefs is still the Chiefs. Anytime you have the new Patriots, and that's what we're dubbing them as media members, you have to take them. But I think the advantage definitely goes to Mahomes and Andy Reid and their play calling, but their understanding of game management. You don't have to win everything in the first quarter, and we saw that last year in the Super Bowl when they went down at the half. They went down about seven points or six points to the Eagles. The Eagles were getting the ball back, and then Hurts fumbles. The linebacker picks it up and scores, and the whole game changes. And However you want to dictate the last play and how it went with the Juju Smith-Schuster being held or not, they still scored. Sky Moore on the pivot return pass that they had shown previously in the game and went back to a return there. That just shows the coaching of Andy Reid. And I think it happens again this week. We've seen that Shanahan can get kind of stagnant at some times when he plays from behind. Uh, I think the Lions was the first time I've really seen him play from behind and, and kind of coach to win as opposed to just trying to get out of there. So I definitely give the advantage to the Chiefs in the coaching department, but every other athlete on the field that feels like is, is wearing a gold helmet. In their run through this uh, playoff, they will have not faced an offense that is as explosive, that is as dynamic as what they're going to face Sunday in Vegas against San Francisco. With that said, during this playoff run, when they had to score and kind of match Buffalo, they did. Played ahead in that one. They set the tone early. I mean, they score on their first drive of every game, it seems like, especially in the postseason. So what is a remarkable is that they're never playing, at least in the postseason, trailing, and they can match you with points still. They've proven that. And if you've had two weeks to game plan, I think offensively they will be pretty dynamic. Uh, with all of that said, all of that said, I really do believe uh, San Francisco, on paper, is the, the team that should be favored in this game. But I just, again... With Mahomes and with Reed, I can't wrap my mind around it. I I think that's a, a very fair way to look at it. You can't wrap your mind around it. The only team that the Chiefs on paper were better than as far as ranking, score, statistics, anything that you want to take the nerd analytic categories and try and make football a formula instead of a game was the Dolphins. And as far as people looked at that, they were like, okay, after that, they're going to have to go to Buffalo. If they beat Buffalo, they got to go play the Ravens. Ravens are the number one team. And the Chiefs reinvented themselves three different weeks. First week, it was all about 
running the football, controlling the pace of play. Yeah, it's 13 degrees. Nobody cares. Run the ball. Do what you have to do. Get through that game so you can go to Buffalo. Buffalo, they go for an offensive explosion in what was basically a blizzard a couple days before, and you just kind of looked at them and you saw how Trinquell plays as far as the linebacking core goes. I mean, they stopped a fake punt that they haven't seen on film. I'm sitting here laughing because everybody was like, yeah, the Chiefs are going to lose to the Bills, and what happened? Mahomes took over, did what he had to do, and they reinvented themselves that way. They knew they didn't have to be as explosive and still take some time off the clock. And then we watched an old-school AFC shootout for the AFC title game for Ravens and Chiefs. Ravens scored three points in the second half, and that was a garbage-time field goal, essentially trying to get the ball back to force them into a winnable situation. And the Chiefs just have handled everything as needed. I haven't seen the 49ers have to do that. Yeah, the Packers, it got a little sloppy in the rain, but you had the bye week to kind of reel some things in and knock the rust off. And then the Lions, you almost completely collapsed like a 28-3 to situation with your Shanahan again. But on the opposite side of it, you just get punched in the mouth and claw your way back. So I still have to think that the Chiefs can reinvent themselves after two weeks off and find a way to put Shanahan to bed. Maybe so, but don't you think, though, at some point it is about being talented in more positions? Because, you know, Purdy is not a total tomato can. <laughs> I mean, he's no Jimmy G, you know. I think he's, he's okay. better than Jimmy he's G. Serviceable. I think he's better yeah, than he's Jimmy no G. Yeah, he's no Jimmy G. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a tomato can. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's not like he's a game manager. He can make some things happen. He's got dynamic offensive weapons. They're even with the tight end game, which mm-hmm. nobody else has been able to say when playing Kansas City. So uh, you might have even a better tight end than, than Kelsey, as much as that pains me to say. Um, so uh, that has to mean something. Does And the defense for the 49ers, I mean, really got attacked together in the second half. Should, springboarding off of that and coming from behind in the second half should mean something this week, right? Yeah, it shows you can play with momentum and you can kind of do those things that football needs you to do, the the nasty stuff as we call it. You're down, you need to stop, you're forcing yourself into a long drive. It means that they have adversity in front of them and they've been able to overcome it. And a lot of teams in the playoffs, when you get to that situation as the one seed with a bye week, you don't necessarily say you can have that and grow as a team and this is a 49ers team that lost a game to the Bengals at home at one point in the middle of the season, and everybody wrote them off the same way. Oh, they'll go to Philly and they'll get their tails kicked in. They handled Philly the same way. So this isn't a slouch of a 49ers team. I think it's a more talented 49ers team than that 2020 Super Bowl that they played, which obviously was off of the 19 season. So we know the Jimmy G storyline there, and this was the first iteration of the Chiefs being the Chiefs. But Kittle is the X factor, and I think his ability yeah. to block and run in space and be able to block on the perimeter to get Debo the ball on the outside. Spagnuolo's got his hands full, and I don't know if there's been an offense they've had to face all year that does these kind of things. So it'll be interesting to see the chess match that takes place. I don't expect a ton of scoring in the first two, three drives, maybe not even the first quarter, but once they get a feel for each other and they can start to kind of play chess the same way they've been doing all season, it'll be fun. Then what would you say the game would ultimately come down to then, Joe? Yeah, it's going to come down to that fourth quarter who has the ball last. If you give Mahomes the ball with a minute and 12 seconds and two timeouts and you pin him at your 25, you're going to pray because if there's somebody who can do it in this league, it's Patrick Mahomes with the offensive weapons, with Andy Reid, with the know-how. And it's indoors, so you're not thinking about the issues of kicking. You're not thinking about the wind. There's there's no kind of element to play into that. It's truly just 
how can you execute in those situations? But Purdy's no slouch either as a game manager. We saw the drive he put together down against the Packers just this yeah. season. So I think it's whoever has the ball last. And as much as it's cliche to say that, the team that holds the ball and has the longest time of possession will win this game. Look, we're not I – mean, San Francisco overcame the deficit. San Francisco's had some injuries this year that uh, they've played through. So, I mean, this is not a, a group that has not had its issues. It's mm -hmm. not like they've coasted through the regular season yeah. uh, with nothing going wrong. No, uh, this is the 49ers that, if you looked at it, nobody picked them to be the one seed up until the Cowboys – and the refs absolutely stole one away from the Lions, who themselves were fighting to be the one seed at that point. And then as you've kind of seen it progress, they've shown their week. They've shown there are things that they need to handle and make adjustments to, and they have. Obviously, people are going to look at the first half of the Lions 49ers game and write off the 49ers. Their offense can't get going. If Dan Campbell doesn't go for it on fourth down every time this is in a game, that's their identity. And that's what the 49ers have tried to kind of build their, their own way as a, an identity from the last time they were in the Super Bowl and trying to out-tough people. And now with Christian McCaffrey in the run game, which is a huge factor that nobody's talking about compared to Elijah Mitchell or Raheem Morset, I think it was, last time when they were in the Super Bowl. That, that's a huge upgrade as far as that goes. And Trent Williams is playing the best ball of his career at left tackle. And if you can put him in motion and check gets a chance to kind of run that ball as – as well, you come out in 22 personnel, you put some some big size on the field and just try and handle them between the tackles. That's your way to win if you're the 49ers. Do I think Shanahan stops trying to get the ball to Debo and Ayuk and all those guys on the outside? No. But if you're in that situation, you know Spagnola doesn't stop the run particularly well with that kind of power set, that's where you have to go to. All right. Are you watching the game in a party situation, how are you watching the game? How are you concerned? I'm assuming you're not a you're not. That's right. You're not a fan of either one of these teams. You're you're a uh, New York football yeah. Giants fan. I am a Giants, Jets fan. fan. Yeah. I live in misery. Oh, I Jets wish fan. I, you're a New York no, no, no. football Jets. I am a New York football fan. Jets fan. All I know is pain and misery. I don't know why I subject myself to such tortures and horrors because there's right. a thing in the Constitution about cruel punishment. But here I am every Sunday. Right. Um, but I, I don't have a dog in the fight per se. My girlfriend's a Chiefs fan for reasons that will leave out of the hold my beers. You can, uh, yeah, you can connect the dots on that one, P man. But okay. if she's watching yeah. the greatest team Swifties. game in the world, that is football. And I caught her watching a two minute drill and upset at a thrown flag. I was like, okay, I got you hooked now. So we'll convert her to some jet green here shortly. But for now she's okay. rooting That's for, fine. for Taylor and, and the chiefs being the chiefs. Where will you watch the game, though? You didn't answer that question. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, years past, it's been a party thing with all my friends now having left me and gone to successful things and, uh, you know, being much more successful <laughs> like than what? I am. Well, the shot Struthers at Oregon, so he's prepping. He just came off oh. winning the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, Holt Naylor's okay. guy, he's usually in and around somewhere. He's prepping to go USFL. So, you know. UFL. Well, or You're U right. UFL? UFL is the term. My apologies. Now, yeah. Yeah. to the renegades yeah. uh but you know it'll probably be just a small situation me and my roommates my girlfriend will be there and we'll just watch have a lot of snacks and eat so many wings that i can't breathe okay can pilk come over because i don't know what pilk's doing pilk what are you doing yeah what, what you want pilk i'm going to uh my roommate from freshman year lives in uh rocky mount oh that's Nashville. right he tells me yeah. this story every year he goes yeah. to the uh, <laughs> rocky mount yeah what what do you think of what do you think of where you could spend the Super Bowl? Rocky Mountain immediately leaps to that mind. screams it. Place you want it should to be the host city. It's you, yes, you want to get should be the Southern host Nash City. High School host Nash Super Bowl Fifty Nine. 
they've got a municipal stadium. They're fine. They've this got a great true. municipal stadium. Probably great, they're, better they're, than the UNLV turf. It, it, well, I think it probably would, yes. All right, uh, Joey Football and his 1960s uh, sitcom dad haircut. And look, will you stay and do Hold My Beer when you do a deluxe edition today? I would love to. It's Joseph. Okay. All right, it is Joseption today. It's a Joe Stravaganza. Ooh. Long-awaited appearance on the Patrick Johnson Show is Joe Ovius. We've been trying for decades to get him, and he joins us next. Download the new IBX Media app now and get the show for your ears and eyes. Doesn't it look great on me? This is the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Okay, welcome back. Uh, PJ Show here for you. Tomorrow, uh, we'll have Terrence Copper, former Kansas City Chief, ECU all-time great, uh, Brian Mole. So with us, Steve Logan is going to appear tomorrow morning. On Talk of the Town with Henry and myself on uh, 103.7 and 96.3. And we will bring you an encore of that uh, tomorrow because it's Friday and I just don't feel like doing a whole lot. All right. Here uh, joining us now. We've tried for decades to get our next guest on the uh, show with us for years. He was holding it down on 99.9 The Fan. And uh, now he's one of the great podcast extraordinaires. Uh, out there. Uh, the OG Network, the OG Podcast, Joe Ovius, for the first time ever. And here's what's going to happen. Dr. No is going to get on me because I brought the road to today. I've got the fancy computer so I could do this remotely. And I left the headphones uh, back at the other place. So I'm. this is why I'm having to do this today. So I sound like somebody coming across a computer. You're there in the fancy studio. You've got the nice headphones, the expensive mic, and you're going to sound like a million dollars, Joe. But it's nice to have you on with us. This is great. I mean, Patrick, I'm not the one with Beats. Or, no, those aren't Beats. Those are AirPods Pro, are they not? The AirPods Max? Yes, they are AirPods Pro. Yes, they are. And Or as Philip called just, them, knockoff just... Beats. Knockoff no, Beats. No, no, no. I'm, see, I'm, I'm kicking it with my Sony MDRs, you know, and all that stuff that I've had for a long time. You're the one who's you're the one who's flexing with those Air, AirPods Maxes, Patrick. Well, Come on now. I, I hate to tell you, they were very expensive. Everything I'm wearing today is quite expensive. All right, so, <laughs> you know, it's radio. What can I, you know, you got you to gotta do so. We know how much money they make in radio. Let me say this. Uh, we talked to Joe Giglio frequently. He was not available today. But I will tell you this, uh, Joe Ovius. I'm kidding, of course. I'm joking. He, 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 no, was, no, 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 no. He's not available because he ditched me to go <laughs> drink up the way in downtown Raleigh. He's having a good old time. I'm like, oh, now I know why you were like, hey, did you did you right. respond to Patrick? I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. Yeah. So um, I, I told him this a few weeks ago, and I'll tell you. I find it deliciously ironic that according to the Capital uh, Broadcasting Best of list, your podcast was the best podcast of 2023. <laughs> I find it deliciously ironic that that was the case. Yeah, sometimes you get a sheet cake on your way out. I didn't get one, so I'll take a. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, I always like the photos of the sheet cake. That's that is a nice touch that you see from some of our friends that they get in the in their brethren in the media. That's pretty good. All right, so let me ask you um, the Super Bowl. This is so people. I'm sure I don't know how much you've talked about this on your guys' podcast. I'm sure you have because you're involved in it. Uh, the Taylor Swift thing. I understand. Hang on, I understand 
it was a little, it irked me a little when in the game against Baltimore, Kelsey catches the, the touchdown. Hell of a catch. Yeah. And the first thing we cut to is her in the box. It, I will admit oh, yeah. it irked me just a little. You know, it irked why? me just a little. Why? It just did. I, I don't know. No, if, no, maybe it was reason, the mood I, I was in that day. Why. Give me a reason why. Because I think they should have shown something else. I'm, I don't have a problem with them cutting to her. Just don't, don't make it the first cut. That was like the first cut after the touchdown catch. Patrick, Shouldn't you get Mahomes' Patrick, reaction? Patrick, Shouldn't no, you get absolutely not. Absolutely. What? Look, man, don't. Are we doing the whole my beer segment already? Is that is that where no, you're no, leaving no. me? Just, no, 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 no. But here's what. Let me finish my point. Okay. This week, all bets are off. I have no issue with it this week. Because this week isn't. It's so much more than football this week. Even though it's yeah. all about the football this week. So this week, it's fine. It's just, I don't know, and the it just kind of drove me a little batty in the AFC Championship game. I have no that's, problem cutting to her. Just don't make it the first cut. That's all. I'm, that's, that's my only thing. Don't make it the first cut. She's literally dating the guy who caught the touchdown pass, and he made heart hands at the box. Where do you expect them to cut to? No, he had not made heart hands yet. He spiked the ball first and talked this jive before he made heart hands. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, the Taylor yeah. Swift thing is weird to me because I always find it funny in our business what us dudes decide to get mad about and what we don't get mad about, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm right. being serious. I'm being serious. I find it super, super strange what we get hype about. Like, well, you know, what does that have to do with football? Man, I'm on social media enough to know that if Bruce Springsteen was in that box, a bunch of middle-aged white dudes would be salivating over the fact that there's Bruce, oh my goodness. Or if I've been to enough football games... In Chapel Hill, I've been to enough football games at NC State and at Duke. They trot people out there all the time. NC State, they'll trot out Scotty McCreary. I love Scotty. Scotty's my guy. What's he got to do with football? They'll bring out, like, Mac Brown is like, oh, you know, Eric Church is my guy, and he's got his little Carolina thing going on. Okay, cool. What does that have to do with football, man? So I find this kind of stuff funny. But they don't that here's. They don't cut to him after a touchdown. It's not the first cut. Oh, so, okay, so they the don't cut, cut to they don't. They don't cut to them, but they cut to the owner. What did the owner do? What did the owner do? <laughs> owner called the play? What did Jerry Jones do in this situation? You know, how many times did they cut over to like, now David Tepper might throw water at you. I mean, now, now that's right. something to cut, right? But like they cut the yeah. stuff all the time. The television product is exactly what it is. It's supposed to be television. It's entertainment. The NFL did not get to be this billion dollar industry. It does not get $25 million people watching it on a week-in, week-out basis. It doesn't get over 100 million people to watch the Super Bowl without elements of entertainment. And I don't know about you. Uh, was it, Philip? you're going to a, you're going to a, a Super Bowl party? I'll tell you who's going to have the best Super Bowl parties. It ain't going to be your homie out in Rocky Mount. It's going to be a Swift. They're going to have... They're going to have like themed accoutrements. They're going to have a charcuterie board in the shape of Travis Kelsey. They're going to have like bomb wings. Like I want to go to a Swifty party for the Super Bowl because that's going to be the best party. Let's be real. Do you believe that she has uh, single-handedly introduced the game to people who would otherwise not be interested? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Then why is the game rejecting her? Why does the game reject her then, Joe? Why are we why are we so I mean, cruel to Taylor do Swift? You, why? Do you want do you want the real answer? Yes, that's why we had you on to, to give us the real of the real, the realist. <laughs> because she's a successful woman. It's that simple. I mean, I, I really don't know what else to say. Oh no, a successful woman. We can't have that. 
Now, look, man, I, I, I know where I'm, I know where you have me on right now. And I'm sure if you guys have a text line, there are some people who are going to be upset about this, but it always cracks me up as, as I'm approaching 44, as I'm approaching 44, it always cracks me up when I talk to other people in my age group. Right. And I was actually, I'll give you a good example of this. I was at uh, my kid's um, hockey practice not that long ago, and it's all a bunch of similar-aged parents, and they were talking about the music that their kids listen to. And all the parents were like, ah, I can't believe my kid listens to this. And I was like, well, what are they listening to? Ah, I can't stand Cardi B. I don't know, Megan Thee Stallion, whoever this person is. And I'm laughing. I have to remind them. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Weren't we all in high school around the same age? I'm like, yeah. Well, what were you listening to? I was listening to Biggie. I was listening to Dre. Yeah. Foxy yeah. Brown, Little Cam. I'm like, oh, Missy Elliott too? Shall I read back some Missy Elliott lyrics that you were getting into <laughs> back in the day, right? So I, it's just weird. I guess we get older. We get more stuck up about stuff. We're looking for things to get like annoyed by. And it's like, man, enjoy it. It's just sports. It's just entertainment. And everybody's winning off this thing. And I hope you all understand that this is going to go. Well, actually, I have a question for you, Patrick, since we're on the topic of Taylor sure. Swift. Yes, and go this right is why these are the best. All right, so this is Super Bowl 58. No, okay, so context purposes here. Taylor Swift's favorite number, her lucky number is, do you know this, Patrick? I, I, I don't know. I'm going to eight. No, it's 13. So 13, she, just okay. won al- she just won album of the year, which was her 14th um, overall Grammy. But when she won her 13th Grammy, she, earned, she announced her new album. She was excited about it. Like, 13 is my lucky number. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl 58. What do five and eight add up to, Patrick? Oh, 13. There you go. There, there you it go. Is. Yeah. And they're playing the um, 49ers, four plus nine. Which which means what? Phillips, Phillips out of this. <laughs> All right. Also, when is this when is the Super Bowl date? The Super Bowl date is on February eleventh, right? Two eleven. Yeah. What's that add up to? Two eleven thirteen. Yeah, this is all thir- I okay. see where you're going with all this. I see where this is going. All right. Also the seeds. The seeds matter too. So the 49ers were the okay. number one seed in the NFC. What was right. the seed of the Chiefs? Three. Thirteen. Three. Thirteen. Yeah. How many hours is it going to take for her to get from Tokyo to Las Vegas? Thirteen at least. You know, the big exactly. issue is... Exactly the thirteen. Is no, oh, oh, I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. not done. I'm sorry. I'm not done. Sorry. What number game... How many games has she been to? When she goes to the Super Bowl, how many games has she attended? I'm going to guess 13. You're right. Now, here's the question. Here's the question. This is where right. things get real, okay? Okay. What's Brock right. Purdy's um, number? What's Brock Purdy's 13, number? 13, isn't it? It's 13, isn't it? It's 13, right? Right. So if 13 is your lucky number and all these things are looking trending Chiefs, uh, what does Brock Purdy's 13 mean? Is it the 13 that overcomes all the other 13? Because he is the it real 13. Be. Or maybe it cancels out, or maybe Brock Purdy's going to get hurt. I really don't know what's going on. I don't I look, man. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, don't underestimate the Swifties, man. Just don't underestimate. Under, under, do not do it. Just don't do it. I like how Joe you talk Ovi to the other two coming. about football. Joe Ovi. Well, I, I knew you. This would be right up your alley. This is right in your uh, you're wheelhouse. Right. This is. This is. <laughs> I, I, look, I. I know, and and. I kind of wanted to irk my audience today, so I said, I'll have Obius on, and we'll talk about Swift hey, for the man, first few hey, minutes. Man, all, you know, if you really want to irk your audience, bring Steve in. I'll really tick him off. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to Coach. I love Logan. I miss him. All right. Well, let me ask you this, um, 
What is that? You're, is that a bottle holder? What is that you're drinking there? What is that? It's I, a canteen. For the radio audience. Okay, it's a canteen. For the radio audience, they won't care. But yeah. oh, Okay, very nice. Um, Joe Obvious, the OG podcast, downloadable wherever you download your podcast, Monday through Thursday, because Joe is smart enough not to work on Fridays when he got out of terrestrial radio. That's uh, what makes him as smart as he is. Um, I do – the Taylor Swift thing, it's a problem she has. And this is my solution to the problem she has. Okay. As of this morning, there was concern that there was nowhere to park the jet at any of the airports in Vegas, Harry Reid or any of the other three. I say, this is what I say, fly to, fly to Los Angeles, Vegas, fly to Los Angeles where there's plenty of room, helipad, oh, helicopter over, land on a helipad. That is a mm. baller move. Get that the is. escort into the stadium. That, that is the baller move that saves all that, the headache. And it, may, and it adds a little bit more drama. Because let's face it, there's nothing more dramatic than a helicopter entrance. Nothing. You're, you're right. You're right. In Vegas, no less. All the spectacle. Yeah. All the spectacle. Very excited about this. This needs to be in the rotation, doesn't it, Vegas? It needs to be in the rotation every so often in the Super Bowl rotation. Uh, yeah, I do think it's ironic that after years and years and years of basically treating Las Vegas like it was hot lava, like nobody could go to Las Vegas. I remember Tony Romo, who's actually calling this game for CBS, was not allowed to do a uh, he was not allowed to do like an NCAA tournament gambling show. Well, I think I forgot who he was supposed to do it with uh, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. They said, no, couldn't do this. But look, uh, money is everything, right? Uh, we got we got gambling going live here in the state of North Carolina on March 11th. I've always said this for the longest time. You know, the one thing that was going to save the the radio industry, you know, for lo sports sports talk radio industry was legalized gambling with all the ads that are coming sure. in and the promo codes and everything else. So people should be fine in that regard. Um, but I think that Vegas also is not the same Vegas that it once was, right? Um, Vegas is not, I mean, Vegas went through a phase where they actually tried to become kid friendly. You know, when I was younger, I remember they built places like Excalibur and the, mm -hmm. uh, and was the Luxor and all that stuff, which is where the media is staying. Um, so Vegas is just be trying to become this entertainment capital of the world. So why wouldn't you, um, have the Super Bowl there or other sporting events that are taking place? Um, so I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think, gambling and everything. And Gilio and I talk about this all the time. If the sports books, if legalized, if Vegas could run the world, the, the sports books, we'd be a heck of a lot more efficient and things would get caught a heck of a lot sooner. Because their whole entire premise <laughs> is based on no, their whole their whole entire premise is based on making sure that the money that you are betting on this game is legit. They they cannot they, they don't need people point shaving. That stuff gets called out. In fact, when when North Carolina was going through this and there was the debates that are taking place at the NCGA I laughed hysterically because you had these old timers invoking the Dixie Classic from the fifties, right? Right. And the Dixie yes. Classic. If you're if you're too young and you don't know what the Dixie Classic is, it was this old basketball tournament that would take place at Reynolds Coliseum there on NC State's campus. And there was a point shaving scandal, and it was it was a serious thing. I mean, I'm not trying to diminish diminish it, but sure. here's the thing: the 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 legislators that were bringing this up, you know, people who should be educated to know these types of things, should have understood that the Dixie Classic never happens if legalized wagering was here, right? So all this stuff has to be on the mark. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes really recently got into some scandal because they got rid of people from uh, the side restaurant that they took over. It's this place called the Backyard Bistro, just outside PNC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. They, they took it over because they needed something 
to be a sports book while they're doing the renovations at PNC Arena. And there was a little bit of a transitionary period with employees because you got to pass certain background checks because the book is not going to deal with anybody that's not 100% cleared. So I think right. once the NFL right. had two things happen, once they realized, wait, this is how all these things stay the way they're supposed to. That's how point shaving scandals get called out. And it's also why I have zero issues with any athlete that gets suspended for an extended period of time for placing bets. It's one real simple rule. Like you want to go classic sports talk radio. It's the middle of the summer and you have nothing to talk about. Anytime the Pete Rose conversation would come up, I had zero time for it. You had one rule, buddy. One. One. Don't gamble. Straight up. It's not that much of an ask. And people who think, well, that's hypocritical. It's not. If you don't want, if you want to gamble, you don't have to play in the NFL. If you if you want to gamble, well, you know what? Don't play in the NHL. It's a real simple line for me not to cross. And I find it really, really weird that people have a hard time with it. All right. I'm just putting this in my notes on the iPhone, and that is sports uh, mid sports talk midsummer. Okay, good. Thank you, Joe. Uh, I'm, I've been copying off baby. your page for, I've, been, I've been pounding, I've been copying off your page for years. And now I have uh, officially done it before your face. All right. Uh, Joe Ovius is with us. Can you hold the play? Hold my beer. And let me ask you a couple ACC things. Can you do that? Yeah. I, I just got to get my kid from uh, from indoor percussion at 6 o'clock up the street. So we got time. Okay. Pilk, make it good. And we'll come back, hold my beer. And then we'll, we'll talk a little ACC news that came out today. Thanks, P-Man. Starting in Pirate Athletics, the softball team is getting their season underway right now. They're down at Charleston Southern, game tied at one apiece in the top of the second inning. However, the Pirates do have runners on second and third with two outs. It is being reported by Adrian Wojnarowski that the Hornets are finalizing a deal with the Mavericks to send P.J. Washington to Dallas for Seth Curry and Grant Williams. Tonight is the NFL Honors. We will find out who the MVP is and more, including the 2024 Hall of Fame class. Southern Nash's joy Peppers has a chance to be a first ballot Hall of Famer if his name is called tonight. Adolis Garcia has signed a two-year deal to stay with the Texas Rangers worth $14 million. This contract between the ball club and the ALCS MVP will avoid salary arbitration. The Rays have extended their manager, Kevin Gash, as well as their GM, Eric Nylander. The details of this have not been released by the club, but the club has came out and said that both of these should be there through 2028 when the Rays expect to get a new stadium. The ACC has named their future sites for the men's basketball tournament, and as it should be, it will be all right here in the Tar Heel State as part of ACC country. Charlotte will host in 2025, 6 and 8, and Greensboro will host in 2027 and 20. Waste management open first round is going on. Well, kind of. It's being suspended. So much for playing in the desert. Uh, Seth Tagala leads at five under par, followed by Shane Lowry, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Shuhu Kim. That'll do it for your 94 through the game sports flash update and pirate report on the other side of this timeout. We will play Hold My Beer with Joe Ovius and Joey Football. Do you have something you need to get off your chest? Get off your chest. I am not here for rage. I'm here for revenge. Did your favorite team blow another game? They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Or is there just something that's driving you crazy? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. It's time to let it all out. You have made me very angry. Very angry indeed. With another edition of Hold My Beer. Hold my beer. Well, it's like 
It grinds my gears, Joe Obvious. It's uh, whatever's irritating you in sports not. You just got to say, hold my beer before you do it. And then the rest of us will comment. Joe Obvious, OG Podcast, Joe Sampson, Joey Football, Philip Pilkington, and myself. I'll go first. My uh, my hold my beer is very simple today, uh, and this is uh, technology. There's too much of it. And there's too many moving pieces. Although technology is allowing me to do this show today, so I really can't complain. But there, I shouldn't say technology as much as broadcast equipment. Should there just be a one-stop thing? Obvious. It's just got it's got everything built in, and you just you pull a mic out, pull a headset out. You don't have to plug in. It's just a one-stop thing. Isn't that what we need next? I think that's what the Apple Vision Pro will eventually be the thing to do. Just like, okay. you know, we'll just have a virtual radio studio that you could do. Okay. Joe, I, you're I, think, can I wear these headphones? I, I, I would point out that a roadcaster does all those things that you described. You just you have to it. plug in. You have to plug in. You have to, yeah. Can I wear these headphones if we have the Apple Vision Pro? Can I wear these headphones? Actually, no. You cannot wear those. But you, I think you can wear AirPods with them, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So that's my hold my beers. Uh, just uh, forgetfulness, I guess, is, would be the more appropriate term. All right. Uh, Joe Sampson, why don't you do a hold my beer? Oh. So we'll let Obvious get warmed up in Oof. a better way where he can. So that was my hold my beer. What's yours, Joey? Uh, before we get to that, Joe, you're going to think it's hilarious. Me and Patrick were talking about the Apple Vision Pro off air before we came on. And I said, that's where the future of his show was headed. So I appreciate you highlighting that without knowing it. Second, hold my beer. Thank you, graphics. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. The New York Knicks today traded Ryan Archidiacato, and we put out a thank you graphic. That guy, for the last four games, has been doing nothing but cardio and friendship, okay? The power of friendship is the only thing keeping this man in the NBA because he played at Villanova and he won a national title. And we'll put a thank you graphic for him and Evan Fournier. We've waved Evan Fournier more times than we've waved Todd Gibson, which, might I add, he's still on the roster we are literally handing people thank you graphics for going to the grocery store, it feels like, at this point. Oh, you played 36 seconds for the Toronto Maple Leafs? Yeah, welcome back to the arena. What are we doing? If they gave thank you graphics for going to the grocery store, you would receive I'm 1A. I'm 1A. I love Harris yeah, Teeter. Absolutely. <laughs> Shout All out right, obvious. That, that, was a, that was an obvious-like take. I liked it. That was I pretty mean, good. Joe's not... Joe's not wrong. It was like, didn't they do like a tribute video to Kevin Durant in Brooklyn? He, he said played no. Like seven games. No, he told them <laughs> no, and they still did it as though the seven games were memorable. Like I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. Uh, I, you all can hold my beer while I go in on on the on Brock Purdy. Um, but uh, wait a minute, no, Bill, do you have a comment? You don't, don't, don't usurp this. Uh, there's an order here. Uh, Look, no. Do you have a comment on what uh, Joey Football had to say or no? No, I agree. They're just looking for stuff for their graphics team to do. Look, right. you deserve well, a thank you if you have if you have done something for the organization. Yeah, you get one shift on the ice. You play. You take two free throws in garbage time. That doesn't warrant it. It's like a thank you graphic for Mellow on the Hawks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> To that end, you could actually extend it with the college social media teams that, uh, like, you know, this guy is built different, and it's all, like, puffy face emojis. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, he had, like, a couple touchdowns today. Like, the built different. He's yeah. just wide. Like, okay, cool. 
Um, well, that's how people want to treat Brock Purdy, as though he's somehow like built different. Nah, man. Like, folks, folks, <laughs> y'all want to act like Tom Brady's just fall out of trees? Okay, they don't. Tom Brady is unique and special, and it only happens once a generation. So just be happy that Tom Brady happened. But we can't do that in NFL in the NFL anymore. We can't do that with talking head television anymore. No, 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 no. You see, this guy's the next Tom Brady. He's going to win multiple champions. No, he's lucky that he is on a team that has Christian freaking McCaffrey. He is lucky that he's on a team that has Debo Samuel. He's lucky that he actually has a coach in uh, Kyle Shanahan who just needed somebody who wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo to take him up to the next level. Patrick, I'm pretty sure like you, me, Joe, Phil, we probably could have passed like for a few hundred yards in Kyle Shanahan's system, sure. but we wouldn't have won a yeah, Super Bowl, absolutely. right? Yeah, but what's absolutely. but what's funny to me with with all the things that are going on with Brock Purdy and the way that we're talking about Brock Purdy is that we have somehow lost the ability to just say, "Hey, man, this guy's good." What happened? What just if, happened to him? Hey, he's pretty if, good. He's not bad. I, if, I like this guy. If the Chiefs, instead. If, Yes. No, go ahead. No, I was going to go ahead. It's your show. I say if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs win, aren't we talking about Mahomes now in Brady esque light? If the Chiefs, yeah, win, they're already see, doing I, it. I can, I can see that with one more Super Bowl. I can see that with Patrick Mahomes because the way they got around to winning the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill, defensive minded, but Patrick can still do his thing, and the teams they had to go through to get Brady to this point. Yeah. I do think it's a little bit on the Brady like, but let's take let's now. Now I'm really mad. Did you see Matt Rule this week? Did you see the ex Panthers coach during Nebraska's signing oh, what day? What do you do? He's what do you say? That can I say jackass? I forgot what terrestrial radio yeah, was. Go like. ahead. Yeah, that jackass said, "Oh, you you know, I I had Brock Purdy on my big board. I wanted to put him up on the Panthers draft board, but you know, I got vetoed." Shut up. Shut up. Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were the dude who moved up to get Matt Corral, or there's this attitude as though he didn't have a say in who they drafted. Like, are you? Come on, right. dude. This guy tries to take credit for everything. Like, oh, you know, I knew I, he. He almost took credit for Christian McCaffrey going to San Francisco as the reason why Christian McCaffrey ended up <laughs> right. in San Francisco is because you sucked. You sucked as a head coach in the NFL, and now you want to be like, oh, I knew he was special and this and that. Every we talked all the time. Stop it. Just stop it. The dude cannot help himself. If you want to watch a, a Matt uh, Rule press conference, just see at the cadence he's talking. As one of our listeners said, it's almost like it's Kevin James doing an interpretation of a football coach for a TV show. <laughs> the guy is a fraud. He's a total fraud. And I will admit that I take, I take a sweet, sweet joy in watching him suffer. The greatest thing that happened in the football season for me was watching Deion Sanders stick it to Nebraska at the beginning of the season. Just put it in my veins. I was all about that. So, yes, hold my beer. Matt Rule, shut up. All right. Fill up the rough pill, thing quickly. All right. My hold my beer It's not going to be popular because I know it brings in money. The 25-minute halftime show. 
for the Super Bowl. It is what? not fair to the players. This is the most important business trip of their lives. I have met one player in my entire life who's played in the Super Bowl that liked it, and he was a kicker. And he goes, well, I usually don't even have time to take a leak anyways <laughs> on a normal one, so I like the 25 minutes. And he played in two of them. So other than that, it you know Russell Wilson has spoken how he had to go take a shower to stay loose. It's, a, it's not entertainment for them. It is a business trip. You're hosing the players. Halftime should be 12 minutes. Who's the performer this year, Usher? Usher. 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 Raymond James. Usher. You know, um, Jones? Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Usher? Joe? Yeah, he headlined headlined Vegas. I know you were in the club club dancing a yet. I know you were. (laughs) I don't care who's doing it. I don't care if the Beatles, if John Lennon and... Ringo Starr all, or uh, George I, Harrison are all of a sudden ooh, alive gosh. again. It should be 12 minutes. No, that's, I, that's my I point. I don't know. John Lennon comes back. I take 25 minutes. He can do yeah, the pregame. John Lennon comes back. You might take an hour. Yeah, I need to take might an give hour him the show. Wait, comes back. Wait, did you not enjoy the Prince halftime show? I mean, I did. It was cool to see him sing Rain and Purple Rain, but there are 106 guys, well, I guess 92 in uniform, that are on the biggest business trip of their lives, and they need to get back out there because they're going to get tight, and it's, it's about the players. It shouldn't be about us. Because without players, no, no us. You need the product. See, on the I don't think Pilk, I don't think Pilk likes the cutaways to Taylor Swift. Here's the other thing: I, like <laughs> Vegas, I'm okay with it. Like Vegas, in, in you know moderation. I'm okay she, with Taylor Swift. She was on TV for like 44 seconds, guys. They showed the crab cakes like, against the Ravens more than they showed her. Thank you. Well, okay. Thank you. Like Vegas, like Vegas. Bruno Mars should be in the rotation of these things every so often. That's fair. I'm with you on that. I agree. Bruno's in it. He's, he's good. He's, Silk Sonic headlining in he's Vegas anyway. I oh, agree. Yes. Well, that's an he's Apple Music best. deal. All right. That's its own problem. I know. Joe's got to go because we've uh, we've we've kept him way too long. But thank you, Joe. Will you come back? Will you come back in a decade? I'm more than happy to come back anytime you guys want me to. I don't know if your listeners will want that, but I'll be more than happy. We to. have Dimitri on from time to time. He insults all of us. Oh, them. wait a minute! Let's... Wait a minute! You put Dimitri on? Well, we've got a I've got a long running history at Dimitri. We both served in the same uh, radio prison. You, you might remember. no, I, I'm and aware. So... You were literally a parking lot away from me. Um, right, but. Yes. If you have Dimitri, but worlds on, away in many other ways. Yeah, that's a good point. Many other ways. It's, it's a very. Yep. You should. I was going to say you should be used to the the equipment things, though. <laughs> now I am going to get a memo. All right, thank you, Joe. <laughs> Bye. All right, Joe Obvious. Great to have him on. This was awesome. This was great. I enjoyed that very much. All right, we'll come back and wrap the day. Show up right after these words. All right. Uh, thanks to Joe Ovius, Joey Football, Joe Sampson for being on with us today, to Philip the Ref Pilkington, intern William, Steve Logan tomorrow on Talk of the Town, and then with us here, the encore of that, as well as Terrence Copper and Brian Ball. Have a great evening, everybody. 